This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I am Chris Bentliff, and I'm here back with Jerry Quinn, who is our resident expert on all things manufacturing. And Jerry, I thought today we'd have a, a conversation maybe maybe geared towards those smaller or mid-market manufacturing companies and just kind of pick your brain some expert advice, some, some, uh, some analysis, some ideas from your perspective and your experience. What are some best practices that I should be as a leader inside of a manufacturing organization like this that I should be applying to make sure that I've got a healthy, sustainable, maybe growing organization? Well, uh, thanks for having me back, Chris. Um, that idea of that that manufacturing piece, like any other company, um, first, first thing is the, the the right people and engaging those right people in that uh, in those processes and that growth piece that you're trying to uh, to get done. So, when we think about the people that I need around me, uh, I don't know. Let's work from the inside out a little bit. If I'm thinking about my leadership team. What sort of skill sets should I be keeping in mind? What sort of um, characteristics do I desire or should I be watching out for that that person might not be the right fit? And then as I move out, even into kind of the rank and file employee, who am I looking for to make sure that I am in lockstep with kind of the vision of the company? Well, you know, it, uh, that depends on that leader, on that visionary, number one. But you're looking for people that have those those same values, that that culture you're you're looking to build that culture manufacturer or not um and and that idea of someone who's looking to grow with you to to work within that team construct um in that manufacturing piece someone that's going to help you take your brand further that's interesting so do you see that person as in your experience um as uh, the right mix of sort of uh, innovator, but also uh, instigator, meaning they're not just going to go along for the ride. They're going to also maybe push back, bring some new ideas, or is it more important as a leader that I've created that vision and I have somebody around me who can support what I'm trying to do and not necessarily, uh, I don't know, create waves or, or stir things up if, if that's not healthy for me. Well, build, building that team, you, you need that, that, uh, uh, that, positive tension, oh, that good. piece that somebody's vetting, um, that visionary piece of it. Uh, and again, depending on the strength of that leader or that uh, business owner, that other person may be a financial person, maybe an operating person, um, maybe a marketing person. Depend, it's, it's, it's building that, that team and building that out, not with just one person, but building out that whole team in the process. Does that take... I don't know, a, a, a lifetime? Does that take a few years? I mean, you you know, people are coming and going and moving and shaking and some people stay for a long, long time and some people don't. But is there a development component to that or or should I expect to find people right away who are kind of on my wavelength? Certainly building a team requires building trust and that trust requires that kind of open and honest conversations back back and forth, that, that open debate exchange of ideas with, with a healthy respect. Oh, that's good. So talk to me a little bit then about how my people uh, start to integrate into other aspects of my organization, my systems and my processes and some of the things that are the gears that make the thing turn. 
So again, that manufacturing piece, uh, I normally view it as people then process and then technology. Don't start with the bells and whistles first or, or what somebody's told you is the next greatest thing to make it work. Uh, entrepreneurs, people that are starting their business, they know their business the, the best. I mean, you can bring in people from in, outside and get best practices. You know, we're talking about best practices, but get those measurements, get those measurements of, of what you're what's going on within your business, um, having that honest back and forth, that conversation of, of what's, um, what problems you're engaging and what things you need to be able to scale up. So that's interesting. I like how you, you position that as people, then processes, then technology. It's really, really easy to follow, especially today, a shiny, shiny object, some tech thing that's going to make everything easy or razzle dazzle or simpler. And it, falls apart because it doesn't meet the processes and it doesn't meet the people. What is some guidance that you have for the processes? Because I'm kind of figuring, I'm picturing how you're doing this as almost a, a funnel where people are on the top and then those can lead into healthy processes and those can sort of um, uh, indicate to you what technology is necessary to strengthen the other two. Do you agree with that perspective? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the I think one of the things that happens as you begin to to scale up your manufacturing, you, you one of the things you need to look at is standardization. How are you doing it and repeated successes? Standardization and, and organization, and then getting those baseline measurements so that as you grow, you run into those kind of tiers of growth, almost plateauing to get to that next level of growth. Being careful of what's coming down the pipe from outside is the atmosphere changes is, is your what's your competition doing what's your customer looking for are, are they raised expectations with those customers hmm. what kind of measurements should i be sort of uh considering what are good ones for me to kind of start with some kpis that help me understand my the key performance indicators to help me see where i am and where i should be going create the next is brought to you by pro cfo partners who believe every business deserves to work with an expert cfo to guide its success ProCFO partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, ProCFO partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC financial flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com. You want to know what your throughput is. You want to know where your, where your bottlenecks are. You want to be able to measure what those steps are in that manufacturing process. And you want to be able to do that, that Pareto analysis of where are my problems popping up? Are they um, somewhere in the beginning? Am I Am I stocking out of raw material? Am I doing something specific that I'm that I'm not doing the planning up front? And and again, planning up front is is incredibly important. Um, that but making sure that quality and that brand awareness is there, that your customer gets what their their expectations met. So when you kind of from from your seat as the CFO or or the you know the part time CFO, the fractional CFO who's helping out, what is there kind of a, a consistent issue that you see again and again when you go into an organization? If everybody could just do this one thing, you'd be surprised how much easier your life would be. 
One of the things the things I think is most common is everybody's doing their job and has a full-time job. They don't have the ability to step back and see the whole picture. And a lot of times the uh, owner, the, the visionary doesn't have the ability to do that either. They're looking out further and everyone within the organization is just kind of doing their job, but you can have everyone doing their job and the job not get done. That's a really that's a really interesting perspective. So then, as you kind of, uh, I don't know, as you start to, do you take that that perspective? Do you feel it's among your responsibilities to kind of take that step back and sort of see this holistic everything at once? The ten thousand foot view is that a skill set that is important for the CFO to have? Absolutely, I, I think uh, every CFO needs to know the business almost as well as as the owner and the operating. People do as well. You, you, one of the things that uh, ProCFO Partners offers is the ability to come in and kind of distill some of those numbers, having seen them in other places. Um, take those processes to that level of seeing where the issues are, or or seeing those before that growing business has run into them. Do you feel like in in the manufacturing space is there a lot of uh, I don't know. Is there a lot of pressure or a lot of uh, competition to sort of do what the others are doing or to, you know, keep up with the Joneses? Is, is, as I'm starting to deal with market dynamics or competitive dynamics, can I start to hastily make decisions that aren't right for me because this seems to be what everybody else is doing? Why aren't we doing it? There's always the pressure to do that, to hastily try to keep up might be one of the worst things you can do. Yeah. Being aware of what's going on in the market around you is incredibly important, but just being the third person doing it doesn't have you leading a market, doesn't have you disrupting a market. Do you have guidance around, you know, there's some manufacturing companies that are younger, newer, led by uh, younger, uh, more digitally savvy talent. And so they see everything sort of through this lens of, as you said, technology. And then there's some that are Maybe this is their third or fourth generation. This is a family business. I've grown up through it. We have a way of doing things. You know, our culture is 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 what it is. It's kind of locked down. But the pressure there or the risk is we're slow to adapt. We're slow to innovate. It's always been fine this way. Do you have guidance for each of those types of companies? How should I be, I don't know, thinking a little more like each one of them, depending on the position I'm in? And, and I think you're exactly right. I think it's, it's always a balance. I, I think there's that, that aggressive approach that we can always do something different, but, but in that older, more established company, um, the, the, the common refrain when a new idea is done is, but, but this is how we've always done it. Okay. Um, this is how we've always done it. Uh, again, what got you here can't get you there is the, the old line. Um, and, and that ability, again, when everyone's doing their job, but not able to step back and look for better ways to do it, um, can be a real impediment as those newer companies come along with, with a, a different way. And I think you make a good, uh, you've got good advice where you say, look at the measurements, you know, look at your throughput. If you can keep these things uh, data-driven, and less emotional and more, uh, you know, agnostic to how you've always done things, but just say, well, here's the, here's the facts. If we make this change, then this thing will happen. 
Um, maybe that's a, a discomfort for me. Maybe I'm not used to doing things that way. But what I hear you saying is uh, alleviate yourself from those sort of personal pressures and just follow what the numbers are telling you and they'll tell you a story. If the if you're following the data, it's it can help but be more objective. Yeah. And that's the... I don't know. That's the great compliment to the passionate leader is objectivity. You know, I find, I find that, uh, you've got big ideas or you've got a way of doing things or you've got habits or you've got, you know, comfort level, but, uh, compliment that with something that doesn't care what you think or how you feel. And you've got a good combination. And going back to the idea of best practices, there is a lot of information out there, you know, um, things like, uh, quality management systems or, uh, continuous training of people, whether it's root cause analysis, um, lean manufacturing, there are a number of things out there. Um, and it's very important to keep learning them yeah. in a manufacturing setting as, as, as you grow and as the, as the environment changes. Jerry Quinn from Pro CFO Partners. Um, always love talking to you. We don't do it enough. Come back soon so we can talk more manufacturing. I love these best practices. I love the idea of positive tension. And I love the idea of uh, complementing your skill sets with data. And I love the idea of people, processes, then technology. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.